Right. Nope. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of my athletic compendium. Um, I think we're on. Oh, I think we just counted them now. Episode eleven, twelve. Twelve. Mm. If it goes, yeah, twelve. Nice. So we've made a little bit of an error. You're probably wondering where is carbohydrates? Where's that episode? We keep referring back to it. Yeah, we, we do keep referring back to it. Um, we did record it. We're not going mad. We recorded it. We recorded it on the uh, on my phone and on the snowball, which is what you're listening to. Um, however, it got lost somewhere. So we thought we'd uploaded it. Turns out we haven't. Um, so here is the carbohydrates episode. Mm. I think like last time, I will take the lead on this, um, essentially nutrition, yeah, isn't it, really? Um, we want to incorporate this because we want to outline, you know, the macronutrients, essentially. You've got protein, you've got carbohydrates, and you've got fats. Um, all of them are really important, but carbohydrates is really, really important for athletes. Um, it's really important for making sure you can exercise at your full potential, Um high intensity exercise which is what most you know performance based or like sports based stuff is um it's switching from low intensity to fast high intensity um and if you don't have enough carbohydrates stored within your body you won't be able to make that transition into high intensity exercise um you'll just fatigue sooner um and your performance will take a dip so it's really important that we've got a good storage of carbohydrates within our body the storage form of carbohydrates in our body is called glycogen and essentially when we eat carbohydrates everything gets broken down into a single unit of sugar which is glucose or fructose and then that gets stored as glycogen within our body in our liver um, and in our muscles and in our brain um, for different purposes so the carbohydrates that we store in our liver gets used to regulate our blood sugar levels. Blood sugar is really important because our brain, um, our primary fuel source for the brain is sugar, glucose. So when that runs out, that's when you start to see ketosis happen. We'll go on to that in a different episode. But um, essentially when we exercise at a high intensity, really high intensity, you know, think um, running a 400 meter as, as fast as you can, You'll, you'll primarily be using glucose or carbohydrates um, and that's because you get the most energy out of it when oxygen is at its least if that makes sense so obviously you're working really hard you're working anaerobically um, but you get the most energy out of it when oxygen is at its finite um, but it's still aerobic if I'm talking sense um, now there's lots of different forms of carbohydrates in our diet. We've got the three main types. We've got starchy carbohydrates, you've got simple carbohydrates, and you've got fiber. Um, I suppose starchy and fiber can be formed into what we call complex carbs. So there's complex and simple. Um, compact, complex, complex carbohydrates are essentially big chains of glucose. Um, that when we eat them, they take a long time to be digested, and you get a slow drip feed of sugar into the blood, which can be stored or used as energy. Simple sugars 
um, are broken down very quickly and absorbed very quickly into the into the blood um, and again can be stored or, or used as energy and then you've got fiber which doesn't really release much carbohydrates in terms of energy but it gives your bowels something to work on um, and essentially is really healthy for you so complex carbohydrates and simple carbohydrates so the starchy carbohydrates and the simple carbohydrates are the ones we're going to focus on for exercise um, so complex carbohydrates are things like bread pasta rice think of any others lentils um, your, your typical what you would view as carbohydrates you, you know your your starchy ones um, and these are really important for spacing out throughout the day um, because that's going to give you your primary you know load of carbohydrates um, and then you've got simple forms of carbohydrates which we're talking about like honey sugar things that are in like processed cakes biscuits um, squash fizzy drinks that's all your simple sugars and the difference between complex and simple like I said is that that how quickly it's absorbed um, and broken down so complex carbohydrates take a lot longer to be digested um, hence the name complex they cause that drip feed of sugar into your blood which keeps your blood sugar levels nice and steady um, and that's really important for, for regulating your glucose levels in your blood whereas simple sugars like fruit, um, you know, honey, the ones that I spoke about in biscuits and cakes, they tend to cause a very sharp rise in your sugar levels, which also cause a sharp decline in your sugar levels because too much sugar in your blood is not good. That's why diabetes is a serious health condition. Um, so if you get that big sharp and dip in glucose levels, that's not very, you know, it's not going to give you a sustainable energy source. Um, and that's why people tend to get lots of cravings because blood sugar goes up and down and then your body thinks oh I'm having a dip in sugar I need more food and that's why they get like cravings and that's why people say you know oats are really good for giving you a sustained drip of energy throughout the day because they take a long time to be broken down and absorbed um, as athletes we should probably be getting about 50% of our total calories from carbohydrates and the carbohydrates that you choose will need to be those those complex carbohydrates it's even better if you're going for like the whole grain type of carbohydrates so we're talking you know whole grain rice the brown rice um, brown bread whole grain bread um, potatoes with skin on um, and that's because the more fiber so the more whole grain it's got the longer it takes to be digested and obviously then you get an even slower drip of carbohydrates um, so the main bulk of your carbohydrates should come from those complex starchy carbohydrates but the simple carbohydrates are actually really really useful to use around exercise I know we touched on them in the, the pre-exercise nutrition and we touched on them in the intra-exercise nutrition so probably would have been useful to have this episode before that which we aimed to do but sorry about that guys um, but essentially well I've already discussed why they're important during exercise you know mm. so you've got that slow drip of energy with the complex carbohydrates but then around exercise you need the simple carbohydrates so um, if you're needing a sharp rise in your sugar levels 
going for fruit and um, you know fruit juices is really useful or even using refined sugars and things like that to quickly spike your your sugar levels um, especially to be used during exercise when your glycogen levels are going down um, that's really useful Have you got any questions about carbohydrates um, I find it quite interesting because especially when it comes to your actual performance carbohydrates is probably one of the more important ones oh uh, yeah it's really really important it, like because uh, if you're talking about you know producing energy to perform on a game day or a training session or whatever that is the key one mm-hmm. and I find it quite obviously frustrating to hear when people say that they're uh, and we touched on this um, the, uh, the other day but you know when people are trying to do a ketogenic diet mm. uh, but also trying to perform and it's obviously very counterproductive to yeah. not not consume carbohydrates in your diet before or you know in general but also particularly before they perform or they train because um, it is such an important thing um, so it, it, it's quite it does it interest me that people sort of mindset towards it I, I actually had a, a client this morning who um, was eating an apple during his training session and we touched on this sort of intra um, intra exercise yeah. nutrition and um, and he was consuming this apple because he thought that it would and you can probably correct me if I was wrong but mm-hmm. I, I kind of gave him some advice on that he said oh just to give me a little bit of extra energy sort of towards the end of the, uh, the session and I said I like your thinking it's mm-hmm. good but perhaps being sort of a, a solid form of carbohydrates, being in an hour-long session, mm-hmm. he's having that in the middle of his, his session, then that that simple carbohydrate in the fruit, um, sucrose. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's fructose. Fructose, sorry. Not yeah. Sucrose, yeah. Um, probably wouldn't hit him until after the session because it obviously because it's a solid form of carbohydrate. It's not going to digest quickly enough so maybe having something that's a bit more liquid based yeah so so liquids are digested and absorbed quicker than than solids especially something like um you know your fruits because fruits like an apple are really quite fibrous um there is a bit of a crossover so when you increase fiber um you essentially decrease how quickly things are absorbed hey yeah so glycemic index so we're we're definitely going to touch on that in a different episode because I could talk about that for, for ages. But essentially, the more fibre you have, um, which is that undigestible form of carbohydrate that doesn't give you energy, um, so that's why you know vegetables are technically carbohydrates, but they don't give you that much energy if you look at the nutritional value um, because they are mainly fibre. The more fibre you have, the less energy it will really give you, but also it will decrease how quickly you absorb that carbohydrate. So like you were saying with, that with your client, um, if they had, you know, for example, a sports drink, that there's no fiber in that, but it's full of sugar, hmm. that's rapidly digested and absorbed. So they'll get that, that hit of energy that they're looking for. But yeah, an apple, I mean, it would probably be quicker than if they ate a really low GI food like oats or lentils, mm. but um, intra exercise, you're not going to be sat there with your lentils. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, if you yeah. are, you're probably not working hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's really useful. I, I think, I think with carbohydrates, that the the big issue is people think 
sugar is the enemy. Mm. And yes, carbohydrates do get broken down into sugar. So bread is actually a form of complex carbohydrates because it's it's broken down. It needs digestion and absorption. Um, but if you're having white bread versus whole grain bread, white bread is broken down a lot quicker and absorbed quicker, hence that big spike in sugar levels, um, far quicker than whole grain bread, which you know takes a lot longer to be digested because of that fiber that I mentioned, um, and then you would get that more steady release of carbohydrates. So yes, although carbohydrates do ultimately all get broken down to glucose, it's about how quickly carbohydrates get broken down into sugar, glucose, um, and into the bloodstream. Obviously, too much sugar is a bad thing, but we're generally talking about that those highly processed, highly refined sugars. So we're talking about like, you know, sugar sweetened beverages, cakes, biscuits, those non-nutritious but really high in sugar foods. Generally, things that are more like man-made. Yeah, rather than yeah, like definitely. Rather than whole foods. Yeah. Exactly. If you look at any sort of professional athlete or bodybuilder, most of them are having oats. Most of them are having rice. Most of them are having bread. But they'll be going for like the whole grain types um, because, again, there's a more sustained release of energy rather than that big spike in your sugar levels. That's what you don't want is these big fluctuations, big rises and dips in your um, sugar levels. So, again, just to recap, you want about 50% of your total energy intake on every day to come from carbohydrates, and that's to fuel you. So... As you're eating it, you are building up your carbohydrate reserves in your muscles, in your liver, so that when you come to exercise, you have the maximum amount of glycogen, which is the storage form of sugar, so that you can exercise at a high intensity for longer. Um, If you come into your exercise session and you've not been eating that much carbohydrates, let's say you've done a big session a couple of days before and not re-repleted, you know, restored all those glycogen levels, then when you come at it with low glycogen levels, you won't be able to perform at that high intensity for as long as you would if your your storage forms were, were full. Um, and that's ultimately going to affect your performance, which, you know, my athletic compendium is all about trying to improve your performance, whether that's on in training, in match day, in competition, whatever, you want to be performing at your optimum. And so coming at, a, you know, any sort of competition where your um, glycogen levels are nowhere near where they need to be, you're only doing yourself a disservice. So make sure you're, you're you know, eating carbohydrates. Mm. I suppose that could bring us on to sort of carbohydrate loading as well. You know, if you've got a big competition coming up in, um, on the horizon, let's say, in a week's time, at least three days before you need to make sure you are eating lots of carbohydrates and you could even up your consumption from 50 to sort of 60, 70 percent um, and that's to just to make sure you are really maximizing carbohydrate stores because um, that's really, really important with exercise, especially high intensity exercise. So would you say, which leads me on, I've got two questions that are more kind of personal to me I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, so I'm a, I'm a rugby sevens player on those rugby sevens days where I'm playing multiple games throughout the day that are very high intensity. Yeah. Would you number one? Would you recommend um, 
carb loading for for those tournaments mm -hmm. that happen maybe once every other week. Yep. Um, and also question two is um, how in terms of carbohydrates in particular, but how would you fuel yourself on a day where you're where you've got multiple games from ten a.m. until five p.m. Do you have lots of simple carbohydrate-rich foods constantly throughout the day, or would you try and mix in some bulkier, more complex? So, so let's focus on question one. Yeah. Question one, you've got a Rugby Sevens tournament coming up in a week's time. You really, really, really want to be uh, making sure you you know, are eating lots of carbohydrates, so at least hitting that 50% of your requirements. Um, up to three days prior mm. so it can take sort of 72 hours for your glycogen stores to be fully maximised um, so yeah you want to be eating complex carbohydrates you know throughout the day up, up to that um, I would probably try and stay away from those simple carbohydrates you want to get those complex carbohydrates that we spoke of um, to build those reserves again it's that drip feeding of sugar into your blood so that it can be you know the excess can be stored as glycogen um, that's gonna put you in the best stead for when you go into your competition you also want to be making sure you're hydrated but we'll talk about that in another episode um, next question two was how would you fuel yourself during that tournament you've got multiple games um, I would say make sure, I'm guessing prior to the tournament, you, you would, you know, let's say your first game's at sort of 10 o'clock. Mm. You want to make sure you have a big breakfast. So you're fueling yourself at least two to three hours prior to the first game where you are having a lot of carbohydrates. And that'll be that slow release carbohydrates. That's why, you know, so many pro athletes have oats because they're really um, low GI foods. You know, they're slow release of, um, of carbohydrates. So you get that slow release of sugar throughout the day, but it's also really, really high in carbohydrates as well. Um, obviously, we're talking about we've spoken about high quality proteins at the same time, but making sure you're really loading up on your carbohydrates. After each game, I would make sure you're having some rapid form of carbohydrates. So that rapid form of uh, digestible form of carbohydrates that we spoke of are those simple sugars. So that's where biscuits can come in handy that's where fruit is perfect you know loads of different fruits fruit juices um, because they are rapidly broken down and they get converted to um, to glycogen essentially in the first uh, hour after exercise your body's ability to regenerate glycogen is at its highest so let's say you're playing four or five matches a day after each session or each match as well as doing what we spoke about in that intra-exercise nutrition, you want to be making sure you're maximising um, that glycogen restorage part of it. Um, so the, that's why Lucas aids are so you know everywhere in multi-event sports competitions, Gatorade, because they are essentially isotonic sports drinks, so they help with hydration, but they also give you quickly formed, um, quickly digested forms of carbohydrates which is your sugar essentially um, because you're going to be doing multiple different games I would make sure you're getting in both glucose which is your simple form of sugar so that's in, in most refined things like sugary drinks and cakes and biscuits 
um, honey is a natural form, well it's fructose and glucose, um, but you also want to get sugar from fruits. And the reason why I keep talking about fruits is it's fructose. So you've got glucose and fructose, they're both simple sugars, but your body has two different mechanisms on how it can store them in your body. So your body only can only store, uh, I think it's 60 grams of glucose per hour, but your body is also able to store 30 grams of fructose per hour. So if you're only having glucose, i.e. sports drinks, it can only store a maximum of 60 um, grams per hour. Mm. But you want to replenish it as quick as possible because you've got these multi-event competitions and you don't want to crash by the final at the end of the day. Mm. So that's why having some fruit in there as well, you're getting fructose and your body's ability can actually then store 90 grams of carbohydrates because it's 60 of glucose and 30 yeah. of fructose. That's a good good bit of advice, that, to be fair. Yeah. To have both fruit and mm-hmm. simple carbohydrates in your sweets and your biscuits and your whatever. That's a good one, right? And then, obviously, you're doing multiple event competitions, so you'll need to get some decent foods in you. Mm. Not just eating, you know, sweets. Uh, sweets are actually really good in multi-event competitions because mm. that's the way that you, you, you know, you're going to get that glucose from. But you want to make sure you're getting a solid lunch in as well and when lunch comes around you want to get those complex carbohydrates in again that we spoke of that's why people eat rice um, because it's complex carbohydrate but then if you're going for a white rice it'll be quicker digested you if you're having multiple events in a competition in a day you want the quickest form of complex complex carbs yeah so instead of then going for the brown rice like you would do in your pre-event, as in um, you know a couple of days on your carbohydrate loading, you'd want white rice because it's quicker digested, but it's still a complex form. Um, making sure you're getting some quality proteins in there as well. And just a little tip, if you are in a competition like that, I wouldn't eat too many vegetables. The reason for that is some people get some GI issues with vegetables, and that's the last thing you want if you're in a competition. So your question. That, no, perfectly. Yeah, I think that's that's a good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, you know, if if people do do that multiple event tournaments and things like that, seven season is a, a coming. So definitely, um, and things is, like is, CrossFit is, as well. Like, um, yeah, you know, so many people are engaging in CrossFit now, and if you've got a competition where you're doing sort of four or five different events in one day. You need to make sure you're getting enough food in so you're not feeling hungry and tired, and that's where those complex carbohydrates are coming in um, to fuel you through the day. And then after each exercise, you want to maximise that um, ability to replenish your glycogen stores, and that's where sweets. I know it doesn't sound great because you know we're athletes and dietitians, but sweets um, they're high in sugar and fruit as well, so you're getting some nutrition, some good vitamins and minerals, hydration. You're also getting that fructose from fruit to help replenish those stores. Mm. I hope that's that's a benefit. Um, also, I know we spoke about this in post-exercise uh, sort of routines, but once you finish those multi-event competitions, you want to get in immediately after exercise. You want to get in high high amounts of quickly digestible carbohydrates. So those sports drinks, fruit again. And then about an hour after exercise, you want to make sure you're getting lots and lots of carbohydrates in the complex form. Mm. Well, I hope that's 
cleared a few things up for people. We're sorry this isn't quite in the order that we were anticipating or wanting, um, but that is carbohydrates. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to another episode. You got anything else to add? Carbs are the best food to eat. Oh, we love carbs. Good for the mental health as well. Absolutely. <laughs> Take care, guys. Thank you. Au revoir. Have a good day.